Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, what's up, y'all, and welcome back into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. My name is Jacob Sersosimo, and today you're listening. On the Believe Network, we are getting this out just before the opening round of Roland Garros going on in France. Now, in France, it's about a couple hours before they start the opening round. Here in the United States, it's late Saturday night, but we're going to get this out so you guys can know what matchups to watch and who to watch and what to really look for when it comes to Roland Garros over the next couple of weeks. Now, if you don't even listen to this before Roland Garros starts, no problem. Okay, no problem. You can still listen into the first round and into the second round. You still have a couple days to listen to this podcast because unless there's some major, major upsets, a lot of this is still going to be relevant, I think, and you'll still get to know who is in what side of the bracket and exactly what's going on. Let's get right into it. The top seeds at the French Open. Carlos Alcaraz, one. Medvedev, two. Novak Djokovic, three. Kasparud Ruud, four. Stefano Tsitsipas, five. Holger Rune, six. Rublev, seven. Yannick Sinner, eight. Nine is Taylor Fritz. And rounding out the top ten is Felix Ogiel-Yassim. And then, obviously, names and names and players and skilled guys go all the way down this list. Sferov's at the 22 seed. Got guys like Ben Shelton looking to have... You know, a decent clay court season. It hasn't gone great for him, but if he if he can, you know, get a little confidence boost here on clay at Roland Garros, that'll probably go well for him moving forward when you look at how many years he has left on tour and how many French Opens he probably has. He has a tough first-round match. We'll get to that here in one second. But really, we just want to talk about this tournament and exactly what is going on at this tournament and really who you should be watching at this tournament. Carlos Alcaraz, the top seed, he gets a uh, qualifier right off the bat, but this is a really good top side of the bracket. You know, you got guys like, uh, you know, Karen Hachinov is in the top part. Roberto Batista Gutz in the top part. Um, you got guys like Felix Ogiele, Asim, Cam Nori. Those guys could run into Carlos Alcaraz in the quarterfinals. Then Lorenzo Musetti could run into him even sooner. But the biggest name here, Stefano Tsitsipas could run into him, but the biggest name here is Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic is in the same half of the bracket, in the top side, that Carlos Alcaraz is in. So you know what that means? That could be a potential semifinal match, which would be huge because it's kind of like, you know, when it's Federer, Nadal, and Roger, it's who is going to be playing before the final. Well, here... To me, it's the two best players in the world that are going to meet in the semifinals. Yes, I know Daniil Medvedev just won a Masters 1000 tournament in Rome when it comes to clay court, but to me, the best, the two best players right now in the world, tennis players, doesn't matter the surface, is Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz, and they're going to have to face each other if they make it that far right before the final. All right, let's hit up the bottom side of the bracket and who... Some potential matchups could be on that side. A lot of massive names, really, on the bottom side of this bracket. Holger Rune sitting there at the top. You got uh, Taylor Fritz, Tommy Paul, both in this side. Uh, Struff, Van de Zandsculpt, Casper uh, Ruud, Yannick Sinner, Rusevori. You got Dimitrov, Zverev, Karatsev, Chorich, uh, Nishioka, first-round match against J.J. Wolf. That should be a good one. 
And then Dino Medvedev, the number two seed in this tournament, rounding out there at the bottom side of this bracket. Now, obviously, I think the top half is a much harder bracket because it has Carlos Alcaraz in it and it has Novak Djokovic in it, which this is probably the result of Novak not playing in as many tournaments uh, because of his coronavirus vaccine that he won't get, that he doesn't get, I should say, and causing him to not be able to enter some countries and do certain things. So he is the number three seed. Do I think he's the third best player in the world? No, I don't. But because of that, he gets put here in the same side of the bracket as Carlos Alcaraz. Now, when you look at the top side to the bottom side, I think the tough side is tougher because it has those two players in it. But Daniil Medvedev is such a wild card on clay. Like, the two seed could be out in the first or second round, or Daniil Medvedev could make a run all the way to the semifinal. Like, you really just you just don't know because of that's just the style of play that Daniil Medvedev plays, and it's kind of just a wild card on how he's going to play on clay. He could play so well like he did in Rome and win it, but he could also play like he's never played on clay before and he hates it. So it could be very, very interesting to see exactly what happens there. Um, let's go to some first-round matches that are going to be interesting to watch and I believe going to be fun to watch and something I think you should keep an eye on if you plan on watching the first round. I know some people like to wait a little bit to get the tournament going, but if you're going to watch the first round, these are some good matches you want to watch. It's going to be Monfils is playing Sebastian Baez. You got Nakashima and Denis Shapovalov. You have uh, Cam Nori is playing Pierre. Felix Ogieliasim, who's a pretty top, pretty high seed, uh, gets Fabio Fognini. Then you got Davidovich Falkina and Fields. And then Lorenzo Sinego will play Ben Shelton right off the bat, which I think should be a really good match. I mean, Sinego is so good. So do I think Ben Shelton actually wins this and moves on? No, but he shocked people in the past. Tanasi Kakanakis and Daniel Evans will play, and then Struff and Laheka will play in the first match. Those are really, really good first-round matches, and those are definitely something to keep an eye on as this tournament goes. And who can, you know, you get a tough round, you get a tough first-round match, and you get by that, it gives you some pretty good confidence moving forward in these tournaments. All right, I'm gonna kind of just cut to the chase here. Uh, these are some projected quarterfinal clashes in the men's draw. It could be Elkaraz and Tsitsipas. It could be Djokovic and Rublev. It could be Rune and Rude. And it could be Sinner and Medvedev. Now, that is going strictly by seeding, but that is who they would run into in the quarterfinals. This tournament's going to be great, I think. It's probably the most wide open it's been in decades because Rafael Nadal is not playing in this tournament. It's massive news that he's not playing at the French Open this year, and I've talked about it in the episode before this, but it really, really, really opens up this draw to really open up your imagination to see who you think could win it or who you want to win it because without Nadal in it, it really just opens the possibilities the amount of possibilities, I should say, of who can win this and who can play really, really well here on clay. And I think it mentally helps these players because these players feel like they belong here and they feel like they can actually win here now without Rafa here. Who do I think can make a run and who do I kind of would like to see make a run here at Roland Garros? Uh, other, than, other than the top players, I think some of these guys that have played well over the last couple of weeks... On clay, um, FAA was just in a tournament the week before here and pulled out. So maybe he has some injuries or maybe he wants to just 
you know, nurse something a little bit before the big tournament. I'd like to see FAA make a run. I think he can do it. An American would be great to see make a run. Taylor Fritz, I think, is the best option for American tennis players here. But uh, you never know who can actually break out. I would love to see Casper Ruud really just get a hold of one here and be able to ride some momentum into this tournament. He struggled really over this last these last few months here in 2023, he hasn't been able to, it seems like, be his same self that he was last year. Uh, he made the final at Roland Garros last year against Rafael Nadal, played outstanding. Can he do that again the way he's playing right now? No, it doesn't look like it at all. Would I like to see him, you know, give that a shot again? Absolutely, I would. So, Casper Rude, definitely someone to keep an eye on as we move forward here. But who do I think could really shock a lot of people and make a big run? And I'm not saying this because he is a higher seed, so I don't know if it's shocking people, but Holger Rune really is just a dynamic player and so fun to watch. He's such a youngster. You you wouldn't believe him to handle these uh, handle these moments so well, but he does. And so Holger Rune could make a massive run here, could make a big run here, and I wouldn't be shocked by it. Uh, and I think he's going to be one of the more exciting guys to watch as we move forward here at Roland Garros. We've come to the point in the program where I'm just going to pick a winner and then we're going to get out of here for this episode so you can actually watch the tennis and not listen to me talk about it. My pick to win this tournament is Carlos Alcaraz. Carlos Alcaraz, if you remember, when he won the U.S. Open, he struggled leading up to the U.S. Open. He hasn't struggled that much leading into Roland Garros here, but he did take an early loss in Rome and has had a little bit more time to repair here for the French Open. So my pick to win it is Carlos Alcaraz. And sometimes I believe when Alcaraz gets tougher opponents and gets harder players to play on his way to the final. He plays stronger as the tournament goes on. Do I think Djokovic can win it? Absolutely. Do I think Medvedev can win a grand slam on clay? No, I don't. Uh, I think winning Rome was awesome for him, but I think everyone knows he's not necessarily a clay court player. Love to see Sinner do something special here, but Carlos Alcaraz is my pick to win at Roland Garros. That's my best in final. Want to see some Americans do well, obviously. Um, but without Rafa, I think this is Carlos Alcaraz's tournament to win. It's his tournament to lose. And I know he's the one seed and you think that's the easy answer, but I go with what I think is right. And I believe that is right. On the women's side, I'm going with Iga Shviatek. She has struggled over the last month or so, especially leading into Roland Garros, but I think she figures it out here. She's a dynamic player on clay. I think she's fun to watch on clay, and she's really, really good, and there's a reason she you know, is in the conversation for the best player in the world consistently. I think she gets it done here at Roland Garros. I'd love to see her do it. Uh, those are my picks to win at Roland Garros at the French Open. Watch some tennis this week. It's hard to watch because it's early in the morning and weird hours, but uh, I encourage you to maybe wake up early and watch some tennis because I know I will be doing the same thing. Appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. I might get some more podcasts out as the week goes on, more than once a week here as Roland Garros carries on. So appreciate you listening, and I'll uh, see you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.